0: Roseman legend grows, a look at the rookies, and more on this episode of Eagle Eye. Welcome to Eagle Eye, the show all about the Philadelphia Eagles here at 24-7 Sports. I'm your host, Kevin Boylard. In a minute, we'll be joined by Jeff Kerr of the Philadelphia Eagles on 24-7 Sports. Jam-packed show today. We're living it up. Celebrating Howie Roseman as the awesome GM that he is. We're going to talk about the Howie Roseman legend, how he's absolutely following up that super bowl win with a dominant offseason for the philadelphia eagles here in 2018 setting up for an awesome regular season again perhaps a defense of that super bowl championship then we'll take a look at the rookies that are coming in rookie minicamp starting up this weekend so it's a big weekend for the philadelphia eagles to get going and then we're going to take a look at a funny bet in new england that paid off in the eagles favor and uh, we'll meet a little goat named foals no not that goat a different one a real one but First things I need you guys to do is jump in the poll. Make sure you're voting in that poll. Make sure you're in the comment section, dropping your thoughts in the comment section and questions for Jeff Kerr. And then if your answer, if your questions don't get answered in the comment section, don't worry. Give us a call. We're going to open up the phone lines later in the show and you'll have a chance to ask Jeff directly whatever your question is. Okay, on that note, let's welcome in Jeff Kerr, the Philadelphia Eagles on 24-7 Sports. Jeff, what's going on, my man? Hey, what's going on, Kevin? Just in our glorious day in the city of Philadelphia. Oh, I know it is. So anyway, Jeff, we are glad to talk to you again here on Eagle Eye. It's been a minute since we spoke last, but let's get right down to it. We're asking in the poll below, how many Super Bowls will the Eagles win with Roseman? That You can answer up to three answers here. We have one, the one they've already won. Hit that heart if you think that's it. That's the end for Roseman. Hit that two if you think they're going to double up and win a second one. That is the laughing face emoji. And hit that wow face if you think it's going to be three or more Super Bowls for the Howie Roseman era in Philadelphia. Jeff, where do you think the fans will stand on this one? Well, I think the fans are
1: kind of like the analysts and kind of like the players. They're tired of hearing from the Dallas Cowboy fans, from the Redskins fans, from the New York Giants fans, from the New England Patriots fans, one and done. Guess what? This team is not built to be one and done. This team is built to win multiple Super Bowls. You have a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz who's still under his rookie deal. And even when you do pay him, Howie Roseman is the cap master. He's going to find a way to keep these players locked up long term. In fact, he already has Fletcher Cox, Malcolm Jenkins, Nigel Bradham, to name a few, Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, I know Timmy Jernigan's hurt, but Timmy Jernigan, Brandon Graham could be next. Uh, there are plenty of players on this team right now that are locked up for the long haul. This team is not one and done, they are built to last.
0: Some of the fans in the comment section giving mixed results here. Uh, Brian saying wow let's pump the brakes here so maybe an Eagles fan there who doesn't really want to talk about multiple Super Bowls just yet and maybe one of the 13 who voted with the heart for just one Super Bowl come on Eagles fans get in there pound that wow face and show us how much you think the Eagles are going to become a dynasty Nancy says love my birds Elmer says three plus go birds and then some other folks are saying this is just the beginning so I'm excited to see what you guys in the comment section say the rest of the way about Howie Roseman. Let's get jumping right into the conversation now about Howie Roseman and the legend of Howie Roseman that just keeps growing. Now, winning a Super Bowl was a huge accomplishment, not just for the Eagles, but the city of Philadelphia. Howie Roseman is measured by the number of Super Bowls that he wins. That's how GMs are compared. But another big accomplishment Howie Roseman recently did getting his entire rookie draft class under contract before the start of rookie minicamp. Jeff, how much of an accomplishment is that? What does it mean for these Eagles and Howie Roseman? Well, Kevin,
1: I kind of don't look at it as big as an accomplishment as maybe you do, because one, Howie Roseman is the cap god. So literally, the Eagles didn't have a first round pick. So it was pretty easy for Roseman to actually get these deals done. Their highest pick was the second rounder in Dallas Goddard. There's a rookie cap wage scale on Rack. if you ever want to check that out. It didn't take much for Howie Roseman to get these guys done. I mean, they only had five draft picks. Um, you know, He only spent about $2.4 million toward the cap in signing those picks compared to $5 million. If they would have had a first-round pick, didn't have to worry about that fifth-year option where the other first-round picks fell on the rookie wage scale. So Howie Roseman made this easy for themselves. While well, the Giants just signed their first draft pick today— Howie Roseman is just sipping this tea using that Kermit Frog emoji. Yeah, man, we're good.
0: A lot of people in the comment section saying the exact same thing. Nancy saying Howie is a cap master and the Eagles will be good so long as he's in charge. So we've heard this before from plenty of uh, Super Bowl winning GMs, but Howie Roseman, something just feels different about him and the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe it's the way uh, the Chip Kelly situation unfolded and the way he's come back stronger than ever. And one of the things that was pretty impressive, you pointed it out in an article that you wrote this week, he found a loophole in the compensatory draft pick formula. Can you explain that for us? And is this just another example of Harry Roseman's genius?
1: Yeah, buckle up here, Kevin, because this one can get pretty tricky. But basically what Harry Roseman did was, every Eagles fan seems to remember uh, what he did with Mike Wallace's contract. There were two loopholes he actually found in there. Uh, The first one was... Mike Wallace had to come into off-season workouts less than 250 pounds. Here's the, here's the little issue on that. Mike Wallace was, two, was 200 pounds listed on the Eagles roster. So that's one. So he got a workout bonus there. Now, this is where it gets tricky, but this is the mastery of Howie Roseman. Roseman gave Wallace a $1 million signing bonus. Now, why is that significant? Well, that kept him and his base salary under a million dollars. His base salary ended up being 915000 So technically, Wallace is getting $1.915 million from Howie Roseman and the Eagles to play here instead of 915000 But the base salary is 915000 So what does that mean? Well, the Eagles did not have to give up a compensatory pick they received for Patrick Robinson and the Baltimore Ravens, who the Eagles signed away uh Basically, they got Mike Wallace from Baltimore. If Baltimore wasn't going to bring him back, and Baltimore didn't cut him, they would have gotten a seventh-round compensatory pick. They're not getting one anymore. So the Eagles keep their pick. The Ravens don't get one. Howie Roseman has three compensatory picks instead of two, and the Eagles have 11 draft picks in the 2019 NFL draft. That is Howie Roseman for you. That is the savagery we have come to know and love with RGN.
0: Howie Roseman, I mean, in the comments section right now, the love is over the top. Thomas says, Howie Roseman is a mad genius. If he is a mad genius, you're going to have to explain this next one to me. The Eagles signed Matt Jones, the running back formerly of the Washington Redskins. Why was running back even a big need for them when you consider they had Jay Ajayi, Corey Clement, Darren Sproles? At this point in the offseason, signing Matt Jones, it's kind of a head-scratcher to me. Can you explain why this is a smart move? Yeah, Kevin, um, the only way I can explain it is the Eagles really didn't need to add another running
1: back, but they love to create competition. And if you can get a guy to improve your roster and make your younger players better, I say go for it. And the thing I like about Matt Jones is he's a big guy, 6'2", 239, averaged 16 yards per catch two years ago. That enticed me a bit. But I think the Eagles were really impressive how he gashed them in that game uh, against the Redskins in 2016 when Jones had like 16 carries for 139 yards and had that 54 yard run to break the Eagles back. I remember that game uh, very well. Eagles gave up two or 96 rushing yards on the ground. Uh, they haven't really had a bad uh, rush defensive performance since, but you know, Matt Jones kind of fell off the face of the earth after that game uh, injured his knee. Then uh, Robert Kelly uh, emerged and Washington pretty much just benched him. And then he, you know, it was on and off the Indianapolis Colts practice squad. And, you know, the guy's 25 years old. Uh, why not take a flyer on him? If he makes the team, great. If not, no big deal. You still have plenty of running backs at your disposal. To me, uh, you know, uh, Matt Jones just adds more competition for uh, a Josh Adams, a Donnell Pumphrey, and a Wendell Smallwood.
0: There's a lot to like about what Howie Roseman's done. I mean, he's got the entire draft class under contract now. He's finding loopholes in the compensatory draft pick formula. He's picking up under-the-radar running backs right now. In the comment section, Jeffrey Hall says, Howie cracked the code, the Eagle files, dynasty. Well, let me ask you, Jeff, Howie Roseman, is he the best GM in the NFL right now, and can he lead the Eagles to a dynasty?
1: I can't say no to this, can I I mean, the Eagles just did win the Super Bowl, uh, so I'm not going to. Um, Howie Roseman transformed a roster that was in complete turmoil with DeMarco Murray, Kiko Alonso, Byron Maxwell, just horrible contracts uh, from the Chip Kelly era and made a Super Bowl champion in two years. He pretty much was like the genie in Aladdin. You know, you get three wishes, and he granted them. I mean, this is incredible what he's been able to do. He trades up from 13 to 2. Get Carson Wentz. What did Cleveland get out of that field? Oh wait, that's right. They're one in thirty-one. So the Eagles got a franchise quarterback out of that. He just keeps signing players to these extensions that you wouldn't believe. Alshon Jeffrey getting paid four million in the first year of his extension. Timmy Jernigan three million. He found that when Timmy Jernigan got hurt, he found a way to make his last three years option years. This is Howie Roseman. This is what he does. The Eagles could be as much as twenty-four million dollars over the cap next year for Howie Roseman. That's no big deal. Uh, I can't wait to see uh, the maestro at work.
0: It is pretty exciting. And before we move on to talk about some of the rookies, I do want to talk one more question here about Howie Roseman, since we're just on fire talking about it and loving it. And the comments are just going wild right now. So Howie Roseman can set his team up for success. You said he's a salary cap guru. He finds ways to get players who shouldn't be on the roster on the roster. And he finds ways to make messes just go away. But when it comes to on the field stuff, a lot of that is out of Howie Roseman's hands. What's the biggest thing standing between the Eagles and defending their Super Bowl title? You know what, Kevin, this is a tough one because they have the most talented roster in the NFL and
1: Normally, you would say injuries, but they had injuries of Carson Wentz, Jordan Hicks, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles, Chris Maragos, and they still were able to win the Super Bowl. Really, I think what it's going to come down to is, can the Eagles execute? I mean, it, it just seems that simple, but the Eagles executed in every situation last year. Lamb Falcons at fourth goal at the two-yard line. Jalen Mills gets the stop on uh, Julio Jones. The Eagles move on in the NFC Championship game. The Eagles are the first team in the Super Bowl era to complete a fourth down pass in the fourth quarter and win the game. I've never seen anything like that happen before. Normally, teams that do that were down 20, 30 points in a Super Bowl. Eagles work. It's all about execution. It's all about the coaching staff. That's a testament to Doug Pearson, who Allie Roseman hired. That's a testament to Carson Wentz, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and Nick Foles, arguably the best quarterback in postseason history. This team is just built to win, and you have to give Roseman credit, you have to give Doug Peterson credit, and you have to give this team credit for believing in themselves. And that's really all it comes down to, execution for 2018.
0: You're watching Eagle Eye with Jeff Kerr of the Philadelphia Eagles on 24-7 Sports. I'm your host, Kevin Boylard. Get your comments in for Jeff right now in the comment section. Any questions you may have for Jeff, drop them in. I'm right here looking at them as they file in, and I'll read them to him as we go. But, Right now, we've already broken down a ton on Howie Roseman. We're going to flip things forward and talk about this draft class he just brought in because guess what? Rookie minicamp is starting this weekend for the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's the first chance we're going to get to see some of these players on the field. So let's take our opportunity to talk about some of them. And why don't we start with Dallas Goddard, the first, or the first pick of the Eagles, the second rounder. The Eagles had to trade up to get him talented tight end. Tell me, Jeff, what must Dallas Goddard do to show that he can prove himself as an immediate contributor?
1: You know, Kevin, uh, one. as easy as it sounds, really just catch the football. Um, You know, he was very good at that at South Dakota State. He led the NCAA, all divisions, FBS and FCS, in uh, yards after the catch, which is something that Zach Ertz lacked his first couple years in the NFL. So I'm very curious to see Dallas Goddard catch the ball and gain some yards after the catch. And I think he'll be able to do that because Ertz is one of the best tight ends in the football. Now, here's the thing. Will Goddard see the field? Richard Rodgers is no one to sleep on. Same with Billy Brown. Eagles have a lot of good pass-catching tight ends and a lot of tight ends that can play in that 12 personnel and that H-back set if they need to. Now, here's the thing with Goddard. He has to be able to develop. Um, you know, He has to be able to pass block. He has to be able to improve his blocking technique, and uh, run his routes a little bit better. Which again, that's what rookie minicamp's for this weekend, to get a head start on all that. I think Goddard's gonna be fine, it's just a matter of will he beat Richard Rogers out. Ultimately, I think he will, but right now um, I think Rogers and Goddard are 1A and 1B at this point.
0: When you say ultimately, let's get a little bit more to the root of what you mean by that, because in the comment section here we've got a good question from Richard. Do you see Dallas Goddard starting day one? So starting, I assume he means in the 12 personnel with uh, Ertz on the field at the same time.
1: You know, the, that that one's going to be tough. Um, I'll have to wait till training camp and the preseason to actually determine that. Um, ultimately, I meant, you know, maybe more of how the Eagles kind of groomed in Ertz. Uh, a lot of people thought Ertz was going to start over Brent Selleck in 2013. That didn't happen. Selleck still got his catches, still got his yards. But as you saw uh, throughout the games and throughout the year, Zach Ertz was becoming more of a factor in that offense. I think that's what you're going to see out of Dallas Goddard. Uh, The number two tie-in last year is Trey Burton. He played 37% snaps. That's what I would expect Goddard to play. Maybe they split it up a little more between Ertz Goddard and Richard Rodgers. Uh, Because personally, I think Richard Rodgers is going to be on this team. I think he's too valuable of an asset not to have. So I think you're going to mix those three up as much as you can. But yeah, ultimately, I do see Dallas Goddard starting. It may not be week one, but will be a factor in 2018
0: no doubt about it Richard in the comments section says I bleed green till I die Nelson says bird gang Kevin says fly Eagles fly a lot of support for the Eagles coming through in the comment section right now drop in the comment section the rookie you're most excited to see and we'll uh, relay that name to Jeff to see what he thinks about them but right now I want to know Jeff which relatively unknown Eagles rookie has the most potential to become a star Yeah, Kevin, uh, this one was a tough one for me
1: because there are a lot of Eagles rookies I like. And, Grant, they only have five picks in the draft class, so I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to go with Josh Sweat, the defensive end out of Florida State. And this is why I think Sweat is going to be very successful in the Eagles offense. Sweat ran a four technique at Florida State. He was playing out of position there, essentially. He wasn't playing in the wide nine. So different technique, and he still was able to put up numbers. Still was able to pressure the quarterback that was able to get his sacks. Now, here's the thing. When you're playing in the wide nine, you're lining up farther away from the tackle. You're able to get more separation from yourself in that tackle, getting more of an edge. So what's going to happen there? You saw the results of Brandon Graham. was does he have, 125 pressures over the last two years? Sweat is going to be a contributor, not in the Brandon Graham-Derek Barnett sense, but he's going to be a part of that rotation. And... As a third down pass rusher, I love it. I think the Eagles are going to use Josh Sweat to his abilities. That's why they drafted him, playing him in Jim Schwartz's wide-9 system. It's gonna be a huge benefit for him. I think you're gonna see immediate results.
0: Angel in the comment section is correcting us. She says, Philly Goddard. I guess that's in reference to the Philly fans who want Dallas Goddard to change his name to Philly Goddard, since now he's playing for the Eagles. So Angel, we're sorry for using the wrong name there. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of names, let's move on here to this goat who got a new name, Nick Foles. So, Mike, do we have the video to play? Okay, let's do it. Let's roll that video. There you have it. Zoo New England loses the bet with the Philadelphia Zoo, and they end up naming a baby goat Foles after Nick Foles is the Super Bowl MVP of Super Bowl 52. Jeff, is this just complete ownership now? I mean, the Patriots fans, they love saying Brady is a goat. How do they feel about a goat in Boston now literally named Foles?
1: Well, I'm sure they're not feeling too bad now after the Celtics beat the Sixers and their process, but – the Eagles still beat the New England Patriots 41 to 33 in the Super Bowl, so we got that going for us. But uh, you know what? I, I think New England. Uh, I think that's gonna sting them a little bit, knowing a, a backup quarterback, essentially a quarterback that they thought they were gonna roll over, beat the goat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And yeah, I, I will say, if Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time, uh, I mean the guy's phenomenal. What he's doing it at 40 years old. I know he's only five and three in Super Bowls, but Eagles are blessed to beat him. And Nick Foles. Uh, Had the game, I don't even want to say he had the game of his life because I thought that was the NFC Championship game, but Nick Foles, man, uh, 373 yards, three touchdown passes, caught the Philly special touchdown pass. He outplayed Tom Brady in that Super Bowl. He deserves to have a goat named after him in that zoo. The next thing I want to see is a giant statue of Nick Foles right in the center of B-Town, and then I'll be satisfied.
0: Yeah, maybe a little statue of the baby goat to go along with uh, the big goat. That would be something else. All right, those phone lines are officially open, guys. Please call in. Our number is 615-422-5240. Please, if you call, we can patch you through. Whatever you want to ask Jeff, we'll get his take on it right away. Uh, In the meantime, I'll jump into the comments section here, see what you guys are talking about, and we'll get some quick answers from Jeff while we're waiting for the phone to ring. Jeff, they want to know about the rugby player.
1: Oh, uh, Jordan uh, Malaya. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's. I'm going to be honest. I really like the kid. I think he's going to be a, a developmental project for them. I don't think the Eagles are going to waste a 53-man roster spot on a seventh-round draft pick, but he can be on the practice squad, and I think that's something the Eagles are going to do. I think the Eagles traded up to draft him to make sure he couldn't sign with anybody in the undrafted free agent market. I think it's going to take a lot of work. For them, they obviously envision him as a tackle, so don't think he's going to uh, carry the ball at the goal line because he's never played football before. But I do like the kid a lot. Uh, I think he's got a lot of potential. It's going to be an intriguing story this weekend in rookie minicamp and throughout training camp. I don't think he's going to be on the 53-man. I've been proven wrong before. But you know what? I think it's going to take a year or two for this guy to develop, and I think the Eagles are willing to give him that time.
0: All right, we've got our first caller on the line. You're on the air on Eagle Eye. What's your name and what's your question for Jeff? My name is John. I'm up
1: in the Harrisburg area. My question is with the John DeLeague, Pete Filippo, and Frank Reich leaving the Eagles, is the offense going to be hurting this year or do you think it will stay the same?
0: Great question. Jeff, the offense considering the losses of the, on the coaching staff.
1: That is a good question, John. Uh, one thing I did like what the Eagles did was one, uh, they promoted Mike Rowe to offensive coordinator. Uh, I thought Mike Rowe did wonders with the receiving class uh, last year for the Eagles. They went from dead last in yards per catch to first. Uh, they you know, they went from dead last in touchdowns to first. Uh, Mike Rowe is a former quarterback. He knows quarterbacks. I don't think the Eagles are going to miss a beat there. Uh, I know how crucial Frank Reich and John Filippo were the development of Carson Wentz, but Press Taylor, the Eagles quarterback's coach, was there with them, and Press Taylor is a young up-and-coming star in the coaching ranks. Uh, I would not be surprised if Press Taylor, who's only 30 years old, will be an NFL head coach in five to ten years' time. He literally is that good. He will continue to develop Carson Wentz. um, Mike Rowe was one of the orchestrators that came up with the Philly special play call, Um, so I like that move, and I also like Bruce Staley. As uh got promoted to assistant head coach. I I don't think Eagles are going to miss a beat there. I actually think they have more talent on offense. Really, it's going to be how Carson Wentz recovers uh from his torn ACL, and I think he'll be fine there. I don't expect Eagles to miss a beat. I know they were second in franchise history in points scored last year. That's going to be tough, but in today's NFL, I think Eagles can do that.
0: We still have plenty of time. If you'd like to get a call in for Jeff, please give us a call, 615-422-5240. That's the number. If you dial it, we'll patch it right through to Jeff. In the meantime, jumping into the comment section right now to find some questions, Rob wants to know, how good could Alshon Jeffrey be with a healthy shoulder?
1: Uh, You know what, Rob? Uh, It's amazing what he was able to do last year with a bum shoulder. So, I mean – I think we saw Alshon Jeffrey uh, at his best in the Super Bowl, actually. And I think you could see that throughout the course of a season, you know, when Alshon Jeffrey's not hurt, he's a baller. You saw what he was able to do with the Chicago bears, Mike Rowe coaching him. Um, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, eight touchdowns last year, uh, average over 14 yards per catch. Um, I would expect that number to go up. I think he'd be more of a deep threat, uh, when he's healthy and he should be hundred percent ready to go by week one. I think the best is yet to come for Alshon Jeffrey, uh, Personally, uh, what he was able to do last year is beyond incredible uh, with that torn rotator cuff. And you know, yeah, he didn't have a, really have a hundred-yard game last year, but he was consistent uh, the whole way through, and you got to give him credit for that. I think you would see more big games out of Alshon Jeffrey and more games where he could carry this offense uh, at a hundred
0: percent. Rob wants you to get on the field and play. We want you at home to give us a call. We still have time for a call or two. Ask Jeff whatever you want. If you call 615-422-5240, and as I say that, here comes a call. Oh, here comes two. All right, you're on the air live on Eagle Eye. What's your name and what's your question for Jeff?
1: Hi, my name is Al, and uh, my question for Jeff is um, looking at the schedule and the roster that we have um, is the, what would your prediction on our win-loss be, and what team would we expect to have trouble with on the schedule? Break it down for us, Jeff. I'll tell you what, Rob, that's a good question. Normally I defer schedule topics till August, but I'll definitely answer this one. There are a couple games on the schedule. I feel that are trap games, and actually one of them is week four, Tennessee Titans in Nashville. Uh, the Eagles never play well there. 2002, they had a 24-10 lead at halftime. They blew it 2010. Uh, as you, everybody remembers, the Kenny Brick game where Kenny Britt had the game of his life, 236 yards. Uh, Nashville has just not been a good place for the Eagles, and I know different coach, Andy Reid. But still, the Eagles will be coming off, um, you know, a pretty – I don't want to say a tough game in their schedule, but they got a big game uh, coming up the following week there uh, with the Minnesota Vikings in week five. So that could be a trap game. Also, I don't like the London game. I know a bye week's coming, but – Jacksonville is prepared to play in London. They play in London every year. The Eagles have never been to London. it will be a new experience for them. I don't want to chalk it up as an L by any means. I just wouldn't be surprised if that was an L. But I think the Eagles are going to be prepared to face uh, the tough competition in the NFC, the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints the Minnesota Vikings, I think they'll be fine there. I just think there'll be a lot of trap games where we'll be shaking our heads saying, you know, if the Eagles could end up 11-5, 12-4. We'll be like, man, you know, they should have been 13-3. They should have been 14-2. We only would have beat the teams we had to beat. Last year, they were able to do that. This year, I think there'll be one or two games in there where we'll be, you know, just scratching our heads and be like, man, we should have won that game.
0: All right, let's try to squeeze one more call in here. We've got one on the line ready to go. You're on the air right now, live on Eagle Eye. What's your name and what's your question for Jeff? Hey, my name's Mark. Um, my question is,
1: how do you feel about uh, Jordan Hicks this year? Like, is this a uh, prove prove it or lose it type year? How do you feel about him?
0: Jordan Hicks, what's the outlook on him, Jeff?
1: I'll tell you what, Mark. Uh, you nailed it right on the head, man. Uh, prove it or lose it. Uh, Jordan Hicks is going to be a free agent next year. The Eagles already committed themselves to sign Nigel Bradham. Michael Kendricks, uh, at least right now, isn't going anywhere. I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, I know every year it seems like he'll be more tradable with his contract, but um, you know what? Jordan Hicks, we saw what Jordan Hicks is when he's healthy. When Jordan, Jordan Hicks was the first linebacker since Al Richardson in the early 80s to have uh, seven career interceptions in his first 24 career games. That is impressive. Linebackers don't do that. Jordan Hicks was the number one. Uh, linebacker uh, in, in, in opponents' passer range, uh, meaning opponents could not throw to his side of the field. He only allowed a 52.4 passer range in his only full year when he was healthy in 2016. Jordan Hicks is a darn good linebacker. He's a very good linebacker. But here's the thing, you know this too, Mark. Um, can't stay healthy. You know, you know, hasn't been on the field two of the past uh, three years. Uh, always seems he's injury prone. You know, knock on wood this year, he's healthy all 16 games, and the Eagles will have to make a decision. Will they sign him or will they not? As we all know, they can't keep everybody. Um, I think we're starting to learn that with Brandon Graham as of right now. But Jordan Hicks is so young, he's only 25 years old. I think he'd be worth keeping. I know Howie Roseman didn't draft him, Chip Kelly did. But Jordan Hicks is a player. We know that. But yeah, this year is definitely a make or break year. I think if Jordan Hicks is injured, you know, five or more games, Eagles may have to cut bait with him and let him go somewhere else.
0: I got to give it to the Eagles fans, man. They burned up the phone lines. Great job, Eagles fans, calling in with some great questions for Jeff. But right now we got to close down the phone lines, unfortunately. We're going to get one last look at this poll and then, of course, Jeff's final take. So there it is. How many more Super Bowls or how many Super Bowls will the Eagles win with Roseman? 27 of you say just this one that they won this past February. 27 of you also say they'll win one more. And then a whopping 129 of you say they'll win 3-plus in the Roseman era. And in the comment section, I'm seeing 4, I'm seeing ten. Three plus can mean anything. The Eagles fans are all in on the dynasty talk, and they don't want to stop talking. As you can see, they're still calling in. Jeff, give us your final take on this poll. Well, you know what, Kevin? Uh, I do think they're going to win multiple Super Bowls with this team. Uh,
1: you know what? I think we all know Carson Wentz is a franchise quarterback. I think he's going to come back better than ever. Um, here's something that's really going to get you guys optimistic, Eagles fans. Remember with Tom Brady? who his ACL in week one of the 2008 season. Tom Brady has only been better. Multiple MVPs, multiple Super Bowls, and he was in his 30s. Carson Wentz is 25 years old. The best is yet to come, Eagles fans. I, I can't wait for this season I can't wait to see what lies ahead with this team, and I know you can't too. This is just the beginning.
0: All right, Eagles fans have plenty to be excited about, and Jeff Kerr, he's just always excited, regardless of what's going on. Jeff, you're an awesome guest, and you really make Eagle Eye the best show there is on the web about the Eagles, so thank you very much for that. Make sure everyone is following him on Twitter at Jeff Kerr two four seven. Any questions you didn't get answered today? Find his mentions and let him know. He'll answer you there. All right, Jeff. I know you're a busy man. We're gonna let you go. Thanks for being Great, here. Kevin, trust the process. Of course, we'll do. All right, Jeff Curry, he's one of the best in the biz, I'll tell you that much. If you find yourself on the Philadelphia Eagles on 24 7 Sports Facebook page, make sure you're liking and sharing all the content you see up there. He and the social team here at 24 7 Sports are working day and night to make sure you have all the best content, latest breaking news on the Philadelphia Eagles. And if you find your way into one of our new articles or uh, slideshows, make sure that you are signing up for the newsletter so you get the, all that Eagles news sent directly. To your inbox, you don't have to go anywhere to go find it. We'll send it straight to you and make it easier for you. Okay, make sure again you're following Jeff Kerr on Twitter at Jeff Kerr two four seven. Follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My name's Kevin Boylard Give me uh, search my name and just uh, shoot me a DM. Let's chat football, life, anything. Eagles, I'm down to talk whatever it is you want to talk about. Also, if you want to go hang out with more NFL fans, we've got a group for you. It's NFL Fans on 24-7 Sports. Search that on Facebook, join the group, and keep the conversation going. All right, I've got to give a big shout-out to Mike, the producer, here in studio. We're in the old studio right now, but it's still looking good. He dabs on him over there. Big shout-out to Jeff Kerr and the rest of the team here at 24-7 Sports. I'm Kevin Boyler. Make sure you're keeping it locked right here, where we're talking your team all the time. <music>